Hey, what's up? Back with another episode, the Creative and Balance Podcast, live at the Girth. Well, it's not really live. I'm just uh, fell into my radio voice. <laughs> I don't know why I said live. This is pre-recorded at Girth Radio in the Girth Radio Studio. Today's guest is a rapper, hip hop artist. Been doing it for a while. His name is Fortunato, and he's got a wicked throwback style album out right now called Two Bad Dudes. It's him, DJ IV, and can you hear that rattle right here? That is actually a brand new album on tape cassette. Yes, uh, he released it on tape. Uh, You can also get the digital download, and it's actually really cool. The album has just this amazing flow to it. Like, you play it, and you don't even know what track you're on. Like, they all kind of seamlessly flow and connect together. It kind of reminds me of some of the some prog rock records I have as well. And it's cool as fuck. Uh, I had to get him in, talk about it. He's been promoting his ass off, and I thank him taking the time to sit down with me. And you can tell he's been working on his promo game. We kick off this interview, and he goes right into it. Made things on my end actually pretty easy. And uh, yeah, he just he just rips it, like tells us all about how this album came together with some stories around it and some stories about life, his life in the rap game. And yeah, this was it was nice to have him in and I could just sip on some beer and listen to some stories. And I'm going to toss that over to you right now. Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. <laughs> you know how, like, they say, like, uh, kids always, like, rebel against their parents? Yeah. Well, like, it's funny because you're, like, the hip-hop dad, and you're like, yo, son, let's go out and party. He's like, no. No, I got to go do homework, dad. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's kind of amazing. It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of like that. Uh, I mean, not quite as extreme as that... Uh, you know that show, uh, not Shameless. Is that the name of the show? The one with, uh, I'm not sure the name of it. Not Shameless, but whatever. But like, I'm not trying to be like the 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 model parent. But I, my kids, they're not even kids, really. I call them kids because I wish they were kids, mm-hmm. and um, but they are extremely grown. Yeah, and they still live with me. How old? Cool how old are that. they? Uh, my son is 21, and my daughter is 18. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And we've been through absolutely everything. I can't even summarize everything we've been through together. Mm-hmm. And I even had to go out to New Brunswick for a bit for family issues, uh, you know, with my wife and everything. And, uh, you know, like they stayed with their grandparents and everything like that. My family was basically split and then brought back together. And we've been living together in Toronto since about this time last year and finally starting to get settled after everything but you know what we we we're not weak and we stay the course and we've been you know real with each other so yeah we but, get we get we starting on a deep like a very yeah, deep it's family okay. it's a, but you it's know a what beautiful this thing is, man you know what but it, with 
just one thing I want to add before you know every we get into everything is like everybody knows me as like a family oriented MC. You know what? It, like when it comes down to it, always rapping about my family because I've been a father since I was in grade eleven. I've spent uh, since the ages of eighteen till I was like thirty eight. You know. I mean, they're still, to me, they're still kids, but mm-hmm. 20 years of, you know, raising kids and, like, seeing it through right right to the end. And now I, I've done it. Like, they can go to, whether they choose to go to university or not, it's totally their decision. Yeah. But I've done my job as far as getting them to this point, and I feel fulfilled by doing that, and it's a blessing that I still live with them. I still chill with them. And, and they keep me up to date on what's really dope, yeah, like yeah. podcasts. Like, I wouldn't even know that podcasts were a thing. Welcome. Now you're on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, you said you've, you've this is like your fourth one or something, right? Yeah. yeah. But, it, like, I was just like, what am I doing? What is this? But because of the fact that, like, people think, like, you're too old to be hip, bro. You're 40 years old. What the fuck? Are, you, are we allowed to swear You on can podcast? say whatever the fuck you want, Okay, man. cool. Yeah. So, like, yo, I'm so used to being on university radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yeah. yeah, like, I mean, like, my my kids are like, you know, people be like, yo, you don't know what the fuck's going on. You're 40 years old. You can't fucking really, like, have a, a strong opinion. Guess what? I live with a 21-year-old and an 18-year-old, and they know what the fuck's up. Yeah. They listen to podcasts. They're at, my daughter's at a show right now. Some rapper named No Name. Apparently, she's from Chicago, and she's from the struggle, but she doesn't rap about, like, killing people and stuff. She's, like, on a positive tip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this sounds super intriguing. Yeah. I might just hit up a concert with my daughter right now. Yeah, yeah. Because Toronto is that beautiful a place that where you can do things like that on a Sunday. Yeah. Whereas every, there's, there's something every day. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. Maybe you came from a small town. I know a mm-hmm. lot of, of people came from a small town. And, and, if, and if you did, then on a Sunday, there was absolutely nothing yeah. going on. And then once you move here... It, you can't picture yourself going back almost in a way at least that's that's for me at this moment in my life it's just like there's too much to do and too much uh that connect with my aspirations and stuff especially you being a rapper there's like probably a place you can go every night and rock a set if you really wanted to if i could i would but i try to keep myself focused on the main goals you know like uh, make us like, it, dude. You can go out and rap every night that you want. I know guys are just rapping, rapping their asses off, all but no fucking direction to it. No, and no. it's like, listen, you gotta pick your battles and you gotta figure it out. Like honestly, every time I rap, it's strategic. Mm-hmm. And with me, everything is planned and everything is like a different salvo, you know, a different shot that I send out. This is the two bad dudes mixtape. Yes, yes. Yeah, good segue to what I'm holding in my hand right now. I am holding. I haven't held one of these in so long. And ladies and gentlemen, listening to this, look the tape's red on it. I have a cassette tape in my hand of music that has been made in the year 2017, and uh, yeah, it's called Two Bad Dudes, Fortunato, DJ IV. Fuck man, like uh how did this become like uh like the concept behind it? Like is it just you guys trying to throw make a throwback to the old school or I'm not gonna pretend like we're so smart that we planned this out from the beginning, like yeah. it's something that worked out perfectly. Usually, you know what, the circumstances are great. I try to wait till the moment is perfect, 
But really, we didn't plan this out to be like an old school mixtape that would be released on cassette. Even that would be like a little too pretentious. This was a studio session where mm-hmm. I banged out 13 tracks. One of them got scrapped, turned into 12 tracks, which turned into this mixtape, which was expertly blended by DJ IV. He found the, 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 like the line that connected all of the tracks and blended them together, mixed them. He's a... F- He's one of the best DJs I I know, and of course he's been on tour with Classified all over the world, and but not on top, like not even to do with Classified on his own. DJ IV is like an incredible professional. So when you hear the mixtape, two bad dudes, Fortunato and DJ IV. I don't say like Fortunato featuring DJ IV. It's Fortunato and DJ IV because collaborative. Yeah, yeah. and so I'm giving power to the DJs, which is what. It should be, you know, people are tired of like MCs just being an MC. You don't know who made the beat. You don't know who who like DJs the track or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm giving props to the people behind the scenes. And, and you know what? The DJ always has to sit at the back of the stage behind the tables. You yeah. know, he gets no fucking really any shine. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put you right on my album cover. Because that's the type of person that I am. Because mm-hmm. I, I am a fucking dude who believes in justice. And, and you know what? Just to change it for a second, just to say, right across the street from here, I just realized the Starbucks that's across the street from here diagonally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wrote the entire my entire new album. In that, that Starbucks? Place. Yeah, because you, you live around the block. Eh? Yeah. yeah. One Americano a day, one Grande Americano a day, and one song a day at that there at that their Starbucks across the street. That's kind of amazing because I I forgot you lived in this area. That's yeah, kind of dude. Cool. When you told me we were doing an interview over here, I was like, "Yo, could I, I just?" I'm, I'm gonna like, get out of bed. I'm just gonna then. get out of bed and walk over there. You know, it's like I don't have nowhere to go. But you know what? I used to live in the forests of New Brunswick, and I'm going back soon for the East Coast Music Awards in mm-hmm. April. I'll be there on the 28th at Pepper's Pub. I'll be doing a showcase for the East Coast Music Awards. Uh, there's a lot of dudes nominated. I'm not one of them. I'm pissed off about it, and I don't care who knows it. Yeah. I'm not really, I don't really, like, you know what? Yeah, I did the Blue Collar EP with Sean, one who's the best producer in the East Coast by far, and it's most heartfelt bars I ever spelt, spit in my life, and I got Sean Price, rest in peace, and I got Steel from Smith & Wesson on there. I got Mercules and Mocha Only, and still I didn't get, uh, but you know what? I don't dwell on that shit, but let it be known. Hey, if you if I'm in an interview and people are asking me to be honest, that's honestly how I feel. But yeah. thankfully, the, the staff at the East Coast Music Awards still wanted me to do a showcase. So I will be there on April 28th at Pepper's Pub in St. John, New Brunswick. Uh, the show starts at 8. I'll probably be on around 11. And uh, if you want to check out some real raps, I'll be there repping with my crew, my uh, hype man scrimmage, um, and Terry Dew, a.k.a. B-Boy Faith, Faith One. He'll be doing some break dances and my DJ, Impeccable, you know, repping Acadia. Uh, that's my buddy. You know what it is. Sick, man. Metaphysic. All right. <laughs> no, I honestly, I did. Metaphysic will be like, man. This guy always forgets my name because you know what? I have to be honest about it though. Metaphysic is the original name of my homie Ilda Shiesty, uh, who was murdered. It was original dude. I don't know if you know about the Ilda Shiesty. It probably sounds familiar from Angerville lore or whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah, but uh, can but, you uh, like kind of explain to me? Like, cause I've 
well, yeah, little bits, but I don't know. Ildashaisti uh, was murdered, and he and he was one of the people who was like really doing shit within our crew of rappers out of Aurora. We were all based out of Aurora, but we we're all from different pl- parts of the GTA. Mm-hmm. We ended up there, and Ildashaisti, uh, unfortunately, like he got he got killed, but he was one of the most talented people out of all of us. But before he became Ildashaisti. His name was Metaphysics. And when I met my DJ and he told me that his name was Metaphysic, I always fucking found it really hard to call him by his name. Yeah, because he's, you know he's not the real one in it, your heart, it, you know? Every time, like, that's what just happened to me on the mic, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what just happened. Like, I was like, I'm trying to push it out. I'm like, I know what the name, I know geez, this guy DJ for me like 14, 15 times in a row. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know metaphysics. I know my homie Pascal, but metaphysics was Ildashaisi's name. Yeah. And he was a rapper of super, super talented rapper who was murdered at the age of 21. He didn't get to do nothing that he was supposed to. And he was the most talented dude out of the whole crew. Angerville basically was born from his death. Oh, it wow. was it was his we were so angry about the fact that someone killed our boy that we were like either we're going to go kill them or we're going to fucking try and do what he wanted to do which was be a famous rapper yeah and you guys produce some fucking bangers man like yeah that you, energy goes pretty I, far before i met you and it, it was kind of cool like knowing you were coming in here tonight. Like I kind of went back and listened to a bunch of tracks I haven't heard in years, and it was, it's historical. It was like, it's just like wow, like it's just it's just so catchy and like hard. Like if, I'm trying to think of the word to it. Like it's like punchy tunes, you know. It just kind of like hits you, and it was yeah. all by accident. Yeah, like we really didn't plan any of it, and we had a massive success that we weren't ready for. And you know what? <laughs> like we we had legal issues that caught up with us at the same time we were not ready for anything that that happened but mm-hmm. i still drew inspiration from that and that's why i continue to do it and i know everybody feels like something is still missing because i i mean it's incredible for me i can't believe we had that kind of impact on people where they can listen to me and be like where's the other guy mhm like I'm, I'm attached to him for the rest of my of my life because of the impact we had on them, and we, we you can't change that, but you you still have to strive to be your own person, and that's what I've been doing with all my projects. Uh, this is my fourth album, 2017, still gunning for it. Yeah, big tour coming up in June. You know, East Coast Music Awards in April. I'm not slowing down. Too I had bad, sh- dudes. You can catch it online if you, know you don't have a cassette I, player. I, I, st- <laughs> I still fucking, and I'm not. I'm not. Like I said, I'm not afraid to put my heart on the table. It's what I do every time I rap. A lot of people rap about fables. They try to talk about a bunch of fucking uh, make believe shit, and it's not for me. Like people know when I come through with it, it's Fortunato is real. He's been a dad since he was in high school. Mm-hmm. He's been rapping his fucking ass off every fucking place where they will let him. Ain't nobody ever took the mic from me. Ain't nobody ever fucking stepped to me. I walk there by myself, usually just me and my girl. I don't yeah. got a squad of goons holding me down. I don't got freaking mm-hmm. security when I go shopping. I walk everywhere like a normal person. I've been doing it since 2008. Yeah. And even you know when you're saying? not rapping, I notice like I'll be at shows and you're there to support. You're like Absolutely. almost every day. I'm a humble somewhere. dude yeah. and I and I love good music all the time. And it doesn't matter about the genre. Like shout outs to everybody who's been inter- interviewed on this show. 
it's not about the genre. I'm I'm happy to be on here, but I love I when I get drunk, I sit at home and I listen to uh, a little station called Soma FM, and they got a retro '80s uh, underground retro '80s podcast that they do. Cool. And I I love fucking getting drunk and listen to the 80s music i don't know it yeah, kind yeah. of reminds me my, my brother is 10 years older than me so it was kind of like his music mm-hmm. and i would kind of like overhear it and, and I you just, kind of get those nostalgic feels yeah yeah, yeah. I, I get that like i just like saw that they too. were gonna have a concert at the air canada center with um what hall and oats oh and, shit and, 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 and uh who's who's the other guy not art, not art of noise who are the who are the other guys who fucking um. not alphaville holy shit well, it's not coming to me, but it was Hall and Oates and and another '80s group, and I was just like, you know what? They're gonna suck because they're old, but at the same time, it's still Hall and Oates. I might go to "You're Out of Touch." You're I'm out. out of touch. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when you're not, I wish I knew the words. I'm like, man, whoa, whoa. Yeah. She only come out at night. Yeah, <laughs> man eater. <laughs> you got it. Good That's the type of shit that I jam to. So, like I said, I don't diss because of genre. Like some people do. Uh, I love all different types of music, as long as it's well executed. If you're clumsy and shite with it, we'll mm-hmm. fuck it. We'll figure you out. You know what I'm saying? We put a lot of time into this shit, and like, yeah, you know what? It's uh, I love good music, and you know what, Sean? You know about good music. That's why. I was like, yeah, I'm going to come on this podcast because Sean Seriani knows good music when I, he hears it. I love you, too. And it's it's cool, like, having people, like, in here as well, too, because, like, uh, I know you from places where I'm almost, like, half working all the time, like, using my camera and stuff like that. And it's cool to actually, like, sit down and kind of, like, pick your brain on things. And, like, I always consider you a friend of mine, but I notice with this show when I have people in here... There's always a moment where I'm like, oh, my God, I just learned something that I didn't know about him. Yeah. And I was thinking with you, like, because, like, lots of my knowledge of yourself goes back to, like, the Angerville days before I met you. And I really wanted to know, like, what was, like, the first day you wrote a rhyme? Do you remember, like, pen to paper? Like, when did the beginning happen of Fortunato? When the shit hit the fan and when it fucking, when this whole obsession of mine started... And I unlocked a part of my brain that I didn't even know existed. Yeah, and it became such a big part of your life. And, and, yeah. and it became it became the logic that, that guides me. I mean, I can't if I can't write a solid rhyme, then I'm completely lost. I know it. Mm-hmm. I need to be able to fucking write sixteen bars of fucking fury, perfectly crafted. It has to be done. And if it's not, then I know that I've lost myself. I know that I've I can't go. I like. I need to reassess everything. Yeah. So it's weird. It became the the parameter, barometer, whatever you want to say. It became like the gauge that that, that you know. I knew like if I can write good, I'm and like you know. So that's what it's always been about. But to 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 say when that exactly happened, I'd say in high school, and my high school lasted a lot longer than most people's high school. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Most much. creatives have a bump in the road. I, I mean, well, you know what? I I got thrown in jail and then right afterwards found out that my girlfriend was pregnant all at the age of nineteen. Ooh, so that's heavy. Yeah. Super I that heavy. you know, I I was able to jeez. I got dealt I mean, it was my own actions and I and I don't blame anybody for it. 
but I was really young when it happened, and I just didn't have the uh, the skills to deal with what was going on. Mm-hmm. And um, but I feel like I made the mess the <laughs> made the mess of it, made the best of it. Freudian slip, whatever. Uh, I made I made the best of it, and in the process, maybe I made a mess of it. But in the end, everybody's still here, and uh, you know what? We're still we're still making the best of everything, but. At the same time, like, yeah, when did when did the pen hit the pad? I would have to say grade ten, you know, like somewhere's around then. I my first my first experience being in front of a live crowd was at a at a concert. Uh it was put on by a dude who used to live in Aurora, who moved down to the city, and uh we all got up on stage and it was a black students association conference in in Weston, down where like um Close to the area where Scott Jackson lit. Yeah, yeah, oh, Western area. Road. Yeah, hit that area, and uh, went Philly to that. D too. Shout out Philly. Yeah, D. yeah. Shout out Philly <laughs> D. So yeah, I went there, and man, we got pelted with shock Claire flyers. They were shaped like discs, and like no joke, they were circle paper, flat paper like frisbees, and they were sh- chucking them at our head. <laughs> we're getting hit from every angle on stage. Trying uh, three. White dudes trying to rap at the Black Student Association and <laughs> Western Collegiate. Did they start doing this before you even started spitting rhymes, nah, man, or just right away? Through, they're just like it was about halfway through the yeah. first guy, and and it served him right because he demanded to be the first guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you see, he want you want all the pressure. You like, got what you, you wanted. You got to be able to yeah. handle it. You want to be the superstar. You yeah. got what you wanted. So, anyways, <laughs> he friggin'. Ended up hiding in a corner. Mm-hmm. Second guy tr- named Jeff. He tried rapping. He got equal response. So it was just me holding the mic. And it was one kid sitting on a speaker. He's like, go, man. Go. And I started rapping. And, yo, I got hit by, like, a couple flyers. <laughs> but I had people that were there clapping, too. And they were laughing and they were enjoying it. And I caught, I didn't catch that whole crowd, but I caught about 30% of that crowd, which was more than everybody else who stepped up there. And I left because I came what I, what I did what I came to do. And I fucking left there. And that was the beginning of my rap career. Shout out to Shadow Society, y'all bitches. (laughs) (laughs) And just seeing those few people like feeling you, were you thinking like, was that like the confirmation that I can actually do this? Like, yeah, no, because I watched the two guys. I mean, we had done stuff in the studio, and we yeah. thought we were ready, you mm-hmm. know, like a lot of people. And um, that was the group, Shadow Society, blah, blah. There was, um, uh, I, I don't even remember them kids' names, and fuck what their names were anyways, Medallion or whatever. <laughs> but anyways, with a name like died. Doomed to fail. <laughs> at least I was. I was still yeah. Fortunato at the time. There's gonna be always like... have been, always will be Fortunato. But anyways, like I said, like yo, they they fell apart. They wanted to go first. They wanted to put me in the back, and I went last. And that I had that one. I always remember that one kid sitting on the speaker, just saying, you know, spit your shit, man. Yeah. Let's go. 
It's like a movie moment. No, dude, it was a total movie moment. I would not make that shit up because, honestly, I've been doing it way too long. I'm too fucking old. But I know there's a lot of people out there making fictitious fucking accountings of their (laughs) their backgrounds. But straight up, you know what? Even, yo, talk to Dave Landry from freaking Aurora, man. I don't know what his DJ name is. He's a white dread. He's not hard to find. (laughs) Anyways. Yo, I I I spit my shit, and yo, I got I got hit by a couple flyers, but at the same time, I finished my verse. I got respect from some of the people in the crowd. I got some respect, and I left with my head high. And from that moment on, that's what's carried me through through, through all my raps. I've never been a, like I always get butterflies in my stomach before I go on stage. Mm-hmm. That'll never go away. But at the same time, I can look at a crowd of like ten people, thousand people, whatever, and to me, I'm pretty much fucking blind anyway so it doesn't bother me <laughs> it's all the same <laughs> that's big a, blob that, of humanity <laughs> that's a beautiful thing <laughs> i'm gonna do the same show Take every time it. it doesn't matter if i'm in absolutely rock a rio iron maiden or 10 people once at- you take the glasses off you know and that's what like people are like oh you always rap with your eyes closed but i always tell them you know what there's a lot of really successful musicians that do things with their eyes closed stevie wonder absolutely he's legally <laughs> he's, blind he's i'm the top not guy. I'm, obviously it's a bad comparison but <laughs> i mean like at the same you know what like i am uh i love to close my eyes because it helps me feel the beat more and I, I understand that people want to look in my eyes while I'm doing it. But that shit's kind of, like, creepy to me. So I'm like, I don't look at it. Like, even when I just walk down the street in Toronto, I'm not yeah. trying. I'm trying. I'm making a conscious effort not to look at people. Because what the fuck are you going to do looking, like, 100 people's eyes just to walk from, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> one, one side of the street to the other? Like, you got to kind of, like, you know, settle down. Where you going? Yo, you, I'm going to stare down everybody today. Imagine you set yourself up for that. I'm going to stare down every single person. And creep a lot of people out. People be like, yo, somebody would have to say something. But I'm like, honestly, I'm, I, honestly I keep my eyes closed most of the time when I perform. And uh, it just helps me feel like more connection with the, the beat and the music and stuff. And we've been working on, you know, like, I mean, some guys wear sunglasses when they do shows. And that's kind of to, to hide the fact that their eyes are closed when they're performing. I don't wear sunglasses. My eyes are legit closed. I've, you know what? People have been like, man, you're going to fall off the stage one day. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been like, I'm trying to like, you know what? I haven't fallen off no stages and I haven't tripped over any mic cords. And that's fucking, uh, wow, almost nine years of performing. I do at least like 40, 40 gigs a year, if not, like, if not more, you know? And, um, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm yeah. I'm good when I'm blind. Yeah, I think that's cool that you do that as a technique. Like you close your eyes, and then it's just probably just a connection of your brain and the beat. Yeah, and it's almost uh, they say too. Like if you lose a sense, you gain another one. So maybe that's that other like astral sense of you connecting to the crowd or whatever. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm just like people uh, might think way. of it as a handicap or whatever. But I I've been taught that whatever works, you know, you do it. Yeah. You get the job done, and you don't make excuses. Be like, oh, but I got to do that. No, man, make it happen one way or another. And so that's what I've been doing. Like, I'm not trying to fucking make excuses. And uh, like I said, I just put out that that new album with IV, and I'm working on a new thing with uh, with Royce Birth. Finally banged out the last of the tracks from that album. And uh, we have the Blue Collar album that just came out. And the most important part that I want to talk about 
mm-hmm. is in June. I'm going to be starting this tour with a, a group from Edmonton named Doom Squad. Cool. And uh, the most important part about it is the fact that we're not really putting on for an American act. We're not here, you know, to fit an image. Rolling or... out the carpet for these guys because we've been doing it for a long time. And I'm saying, like, you know what? I had a group of boys from the West who wanted to come out to the East. And they really wanted the real East experience. They'd never, nobody had ever heard their fucking raps out on the East Coast. And I became the gatekeeper, you know, I be, as, just by default. Yeah, yeah. And, and now it's like, you want East, you want PEI, you want, you want New Brunswick, you want multiple dates in New Brunswick, you want, you want Scotia. Yeah, that's, I can, that's your stomping ground. That's there. my, st- and it's weird because I'm not even from there. Yeah, but you, but my personality you out there and, and my, yeah. the way that I rap and everything, it's accustomed to it. Like it's perfect for it. Like it's a, it's a great fit. And that's what I always tell everybody, man, don't be, don't ever feel like limited by where you're from. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to find your, your, your spot and, you know what? Now I speak like I'm from the East Coast. Everybody's like, oh, you fucking sound like you're from the East Coast. Like some weird East Coast Italian that doesn't even exist. <laughs> I can't find a fucking feel sandwich anywhere out there. God damn it. <laughs> you're going to start like this new like uh, race of people. I'm going to be yeah. the first guy to sell veal sandwiches on the East Coast. That'd, be, <laughs> that'd, be pro- that'd probably be a pop. Corner business. of the market. Get you that milk fed veal real nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. But yeah, yeah, the school, like, um, from what I listen to of this album that I'm holding right now, obviously I listen to the digital copy. I do not have a cassette player, but I love holding this tape. But uh, the collaboration between you and DJ IV is just awesome. It's like just meeting, like it's it sounds like just the perfect like sound marriage type of thing going on, and especially like what you guys did to have the tracks flow together, whether it was intentional to be a concept album or not. It's like you can go through like three tracks and it, you don't know what track you're on. It's just like it just keeps flowing like uh, the beat flows into the next one type of thing. too. Yeah, is no, that... it's it's uh, it's seamless. That's yes. what it is. That's a, that's a good and, and that is a that's a result of DJ IV and his expertise and his years of experience. I always wanted to work with a DJ who was that friggin' sharp with it and he he's like down to the wire like he's just super sharp with it mm-hmm. and he has to be because he does big shows he doesn't do like little cockamamie shows he does big ass shows that i've never done so when i work with people i want to work with like people that is going to upgrade me you know yeah. like i was like yo i want to work with a dj but at the same time he's kind of like oh my god your raps are sick and yeah like, yeah it's like it's Sounds like you didn't fucking have had this this one at all. This is I'm, some I'm, of my favorite I'm happy stuff. Happy that you. I was. Yeah. I'm happy that I was able to bring it because, like I said, we're all fucking human. You mm-hmm. never know. You might spit a stinker. What a uh, Eminem's fucking album, Recovery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's got garbage albums, and he's one of the best fucking rappers in the world. Oh yeah. You know that's and with any type of artist. It anybody, doesn't matter what you do. I don't give doing. a shit. Yeah. So like, you know what? I'm I'm happy with the fuck with the fact that I fuck up. And I'm happy with the fact that I've been able to fucking do some dope shit. Uh, but I'm saying across the board, IV is like one of the most flawless DJs I know. And to work with him was like, like I, I couldn't even believe it was happening at the time. And now it's here and it's like people are like, 
who like they need to kind of second guess like, who who's IV they don't really know the name but then they realize he's he's the big dude behind classified at every fucking show no matter how big he's at the olympic saddle dome doesn't even matter you know mm-hmm, he's yeah. right there doing big fucking shows and like that's 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 how like that's a real fucking DJ that can that work that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Ivy. Yeah. Big shout out to Ivy. A fucking incredible work on here. And usually at the end of my show, I play a track from whatever artist I have in. I think for this one, I got to play two and one that goes back to back just so that people can feel like yeah. how it just seamlessly connects. And you like, got it's, to. it's yeah. like, uh, it gives you a feel. Yeah. For it. Almost like this album, it sounds like it's meant to be listened to as a whole instead of just like a track here and there. Yeah. If you like, go to the, you uh, pop it in and just let it play and let it do its thing. Absolutely. If you go to urbnet.com slash two bad dudes, uh, it gives you the option to listen to it as a continuous track. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to listen to it song by song. I know some people don't have time to listen to like I think it's about forty minutes, just a little under forty minutes. Yeah, that's not bad though. You're doing something around the house, fucking give it a spin. Like, yeah, it's- yeah, it's not super long, and and the nice thing is every track leads into the next track. So yeah, you're gonna feel it, and 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 it's uh, that's all Ivy. He like he uh, kind of. Uh, he's the architect of the vibe of the entire project. So, you know, shout outs to him. And, uh, man, blessing to work with him. Blessing for, ble- yo, blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. <laughs> Stack them. Yeah. But, yeah, Forch, thank you so much for being in here, man. And, no doubt. Uh, yeah, you're welcome back anytime. And, mm. yeah, good to see you. Good to have a beer with you. And as he just chugged that one down, big salute. I still have like half a 40 here, so I'm not going to do that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we're going to keep the party going, and we're going to get to these tracks right now. Girth Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortunato, Fortunato, Fortunato. Giuliano, Giuliano. DJ. I, I, B. East Coast, East Coast, East Coast, Yeah, 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 yeah. I do the best I can with every situation I'm given. I never put myself first, I always think of the children. I want for them to grow up and read the rhymes that I've written and understand why I couldn't always be at home with them. Had a plan to achieve all the dreams I was wishing. Couldn't wait to see my fam after I finished the mission. Then the shit dragged on. Months past years switched, seemed like yesterday was just 2006 Now I'm a vet, getting respect but no money Bees dying by the thousands so there ain't no honey All there is are runny noses, factory closures Food banks and dog food for the desperate and homeless We under hypnosis, doctors feed us our dosage While we under chemtrails making it harder to focus Enough to make you pray to God and ask him is it hopeless? Every day it's getting harder to cope with in case you didn't notice All these motherfuckers wanna pay for Nah, fuck that, I'd rather stay in the trench Hold it down like the weight on my bench We stay real, yeah, we stay real You know, we stay real All these motherfuckers wanna pay for press Nah, fuck that, I'd rather stay in the trench Hold it down like the weight on my bench We stay real, yeah, we stay real You know, we stay real 
it's just me and that's with or without the money clip I'm still quick to pop off dummy you get a chubby lip so do that spend that cash for the fast track and see how far you go with no heart it won't last so hold back your trash rap so get the gas mask I seen all the trends in and watched all the fans pass your tracks ass and that's about it so just get used to it your cash don't make you dope you need more practice to be good at it a doctor needs the funding but he's gotta have the skills everybody thinks they rappers everybody thinks they ill gotta set a better standard put these cats under the wheels like roadkill we leaving them flat like dollar bills i write with a scholar's will to achieve and surpass repping for all the underdogs that were born to finish last so i kick it at the bar sipping guinness from a glass i will never be a gimmick spit the gift to give it back all these motherfuckers wanna pay for press nah fuck that i'd rather stay in the trench hold it down like the weight on my bench we stay real yeah we stay real you know we stay real all these motherfuckers wanna pay for press nah fuck that i'd rather stay in the trench hold it down like the weight on my bench we stay real yeah we stay real you know we stay real you know we stay real Yeah, yeah. It's hard when you can't tell right from wrong And everybody that you meet singing the same old song Trying to sell you on a dream saying you'll go far Tell you anything to have you weeding out of they palm It's the same old lie, I heard it since I was five Believe it if I see it ain't sleeping, I'm too wise Cause I've been around these demons, see innocent people die What a shame all this hate is a plague from the inside And we forcing it outwards, spreading the sickness So much pain in this world, it's getting harder to live with I wish that it was different but the trend's consistent So much bullshit they spit until we pay them a visit Now you ain't got shit to say you fucking stuttering prick Look me in the eyes and tell me why you running your lips You like drama? Well now you're in the middle of it You wanna gossip? Now there's beef and you ain't built for this shit Bitch You ain't built for this shit You see his leaders and his followers You ain't built for this shit But I'd rather be a dick than a swallower You see his leaders and his followers you ain't built for this shit But I'd rather be a dick than a swallower You ain't built for this shit, bitch I'm laughing at you like you handed me a pin roach You sadder than a man in Canada without his winter coat I'm cold hearted, can't you tell just by the shit I wrote Probably end up broken, burning hell like I hit the Pope Swinging on the Holy Father, pissing on the rosary I ain't sacrilegious, I'm just sick of all the misery Travel any distance, rolling with a bunch of misfits Throw punches at you pigeons, leave you dusted like a piece of chicken If I get played, then on myself is where I lay the blame I ain't gonna be ashamed of what I did to wreck the game Everyone I know is soulless Ain't no safeness in your soulless Hear the voices that control us Make us slay the ones before us I'm moving forward with horse kicks Like Chuck Norris Feel the soreness from the bruises That I'm putting on your shoulders You can't carry the weight And now your back's breaking Your record label's ready Waiting with your next replacement You ain't built for this shit You see his leaders and his followers You ain't built for this shit But I'd rather be a dick than a swallower You see his leaders and his followers you ain't built for this shit But I'd rather be a dick than a swallower You ain't built for this shit, bitch You ain't built for this shit You ain't 
this shit, bitch. You ain't built for this shit. For this shit, bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah, yeah.